Good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long here. Andy is taking the day off today. We have the pleasure of introducing you to some folks, to Brother Alex Lindis. Alex, good morning. Good morning, Denny. How you doing? I'm doing well. Hope you are, too. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your family. Uh, We haven't talked in a a long time now. Uh, Tell me, how many... How many kids? How many kids do you have now since we talked last? Three beautiful, young, you, talented little dancing girls. It seemed to me I remember when your firstborn was born, and here you have uh, three three girls. Right? Oh, that's fantastic! Say, I yeah, uh, it's always a good I, time. And uh, I, I, I was thinking, uh, let me give the phone number. It's also the text number. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Alex, by all means, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to call or if it's easier just to send a text, great, 651-461-9226. You know, Alex, I was thinking, here it is, the new year, and we have a lot of new listeners uh, from time to time, especially on this show. And for those that don't know about Linda's construction, I had a, I had a thought that – you know, here you are, Alex. You're on an airplane. You've got like seven hours to kill, and somebody sitting next to you wants to know what you do for a living, and they want to know all about Linda's construction. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the whole family thing, how it began. Would you want to do that for a while, and then we'll pick up on some listener questions? Yeah, you know, it's so funny you mentioned that because I happen to be at the office today. I'm doing a little demolition on a little farmhouse. Uh, next to here that has some really cool old beams in it that I'm going to try to reclaim and put in my house that I'm building. Ooh, that sounds neat. So, yeah, it is super neat. It's a little bit more tedious tearing down a building without breaking stuff. You know, it's not nearly as fun. (laughs) But, you know, uh, still having fun doing it. But I'm at the office, and we have this trophy wall. And inside this trophy wall, we have a bunch of nostalgic you know, old, original, kind of advertising stuff from back in the day. And it was really cool. They have, um, they, they, it was an old, believe it or not, a typewriter written uh, reference list of all the customers my dad had done from 1985 to 1992 and separated out by cities. And it was like four people in Afton, Minnesota. Um, <laughs> there was about... 15 people in Amory, and then the rest resided in Baldwin and Hammond. So, um, you know, that's that's a little bit of history since you brought it up. Was that, well, I, uh, that's where we started out here in, in uh, western Wisconsin with my old man just, you know, being a tin man, doing siding. And before, and before that, Alex, uh, he wasn't always uh, a siding guy. What did he do before that? Well, he, was, he started out as an electrician, and... Um, I mean, even before that, worked at Rosin Metals here and was managing guys recycling batteries. Um, and then he got into electrician work, and then, you know, from there, he got a little bit of experience in the constru- construction world. And, of course, with the family farm, he was a pig farmer. Mm-hmm. And then, that uh, I remember, you know, yeah. Yep, yep, started dabbling in that. And then, um, you know, from there, kind of worked his way doing little odd jobs here and there. And, of course, the old man doing everything is perfect as he could it just he's, uh he's kind of that way though where he could oh yeah yeah still <laughs> still denny nothing has changed um and uh you know it's just being able to do good quality work um it just got the outreach for him to do more and that's where he just kind of had enough work to continue to do it and then 
needed to hire people to help him. So that's, uh, and here we are. Yeah. 160 employees later and helping out everyone in uh, western and eastern Minnesota. Now, how many employees do you guys have now? Um, 163 out of our wow. Baldwin location here. My goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, it's a construction company also an adult daycare. So. <laughs> we can talk about that coming up. Say, I tell you what, uh, Alex, <laughs> hang on. We'll continue this discussion. But Diane is uh, calling in this morning from uh, Roseville with a home improvement type awesome. of question. Thanks. Thanks, Diane. What's your question for Alex? Hi. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. I have a gas fireplace. It vents directly out the back, and I've had it for about nine years, and I do not recall it being so darn drafty. And I am wondering if there could be something in it that should be shutting that is not shutting. The installer no longer installs this kind, and uh, I don't know what to do next, really. Oh, geez. Well, you know, Denny, I guess at any time, um, you know, you're dealing with gas or so it's a gas fireplace, I'm guessing. So I'll have some more questions, but typically anytime, even myself dealing with gas, uh, getting a professional in there is probably the absolute best advice I can give you. Um, That's just something you want to make sure that's, that is good. Now, when you say draftiness, like you, you feel cold air coming through or... Yes, last weekend I could actually see like things fluttering in front of it on the inside. Hmm. And last weekend I could actually see like things fluttering in front of it on the inside. Hmm. And I took the front off. I did turn the gas off the knob there right in front. And I thought, gosh, I do not recall it being being like this. So it, I don't know, is this a typical problem with people with well, gas fireplaces? or Typically, I mean, so is it, it, it's, it's drafty when it's off because, I mean, most of those yeah. fireplaces will have a blower that will blow air out, right? Um, right. But if that's not it the case, drafty. then it could, be, it could yeah. be as simple as just where that duct goes out of your house. That, yeah. Um, that seal around that has worn over time. I mean, some of these are typically done with just silicone sealants, which okay. over time can lose their seal. And if and if that has happened, you can absolutely get a draft through there. So, um, well, you know, okay. Alex and Diane, uh, we, we've had, uh, in fact, a couple of different inserts over the years converting a, a wood burning to to gas. We don't have that problem. We it did have a blower at one time. We haven't had for years. I've never experienced that, but, you know, we, we have some good companies around here, both in Minneapolis and St. Paul and near Roseville, that I'm sure would be glad to give you a service call and give, you know, some idea of, I think that's something you should yep. really check out. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure that they'd be happy to come out and check. I thought maybe you'd have like, yeah, check this or that, but <laughs> yeah, that would be my next step. Yeah, it's I, a process it, of elimination. You know, it's hard to hard to really dissect it, but it's it, it's it's air coming in somewhere around where that duct's exiting the house. Yeah. If, if that's a draft you're feeling, It'd be the only spot it probably would be able to come in. So, but I would definitely have a professional, a local dude who's uh, licensed in this type of work to to take a look at it. Yep. Good luck, Good luck Diane. 
And uh, on the other note, it's not forty below zero, so that helps. Yeah, but I uh, that's uh, that's interesting. That but Diane did say that uh, that particular configuration uh, is not available anymore. It sounded like it's which a, is a, it's, so, it's but, not but uncommon somebody, nowadays with yeah. manufacturing and products just to be changing. But yeah, um, the fact that it wasn't happening before and now it is, you know, like a lot of the stuff we put around our houses to seal the weather from getting in the 10 year lifespan on some of those, they, they have longer than that, but doesn't mean that the actual seal itself is still good. Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Point. So, I mean, there's, that's part of something that we don't think about in maintenance is recalking all the windows around the house. Re, you know, siliconing around all of our vents every so often. So that's probably what it and is. I'm but, sure. Yeah. I'm sure Alex, if you were there in her house, Checking it out, it's 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 a little more difficult on the radio than it would be uh, in person to see or feel what. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, anytime, as soon as you said fireplace, I I probably you know, just outside my expertise, anyways. But you know, if it's drafty, well, as long as it's just drafty, not not some sort of air leakage with uh, within the fireplace, then not too yeah. concerning. But it'd be interesting to hear a follow up what uh, what Diane finds out. But uh, mm-hmm. so if you if you uh, get it fixed, let us know how that happened. Alex, oh, hang on. We have to take a break, a quick one. Uh, we're going to come back and we'll pick up on some text messages. Any kind of a home improvement question you may have, call it in or text it in at 651-461-9226. Right now in the Twin Cities, uh, we still have 29 degrees going for near 34. That will be the warmest day of the week because by the end of the week, our highs will be in the teens. Right now, 29 on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour answering your home improvement type of questions. This morning, Alex Lindis filling in for Brother Andy this morning, fielding those particular questions either by phone or by text. Here's the number for either, 651 461 9226. Alex, we were talking at the uh, onset of the show about uh, the beginnings of, of Linda's construction. By the way, I haven't spelled it yet, L-I-N-D-U-S. Uh, you're on this imaginary plane chatting with your partner next door, the stranger, who uh, wants to know. what. And the next question was, what kind of work? It's a construction company. What what kind of work do you do? Yeah, it's a good question. It's uh you know, well, I was last night at uh, Soma Dance Dad now. You know, I was hanging out with some dance dads last night. I was waiting for our daughters to dance. And everyone just assumes that we just build houses. You know, why, why not? You're a builder. It's like, well, we have built homes, but it's not really our expertise. Where our expertise lies is, is really exterior remodeling, siding, windows, roofing. And that's really what we have mastered as far as finding the right products, the way to install them so that, you know, these products will last a lifetime with very little maintenance. It's kind of been our our niche for, for the last 45 years. Um, not saying we don't do, you know, bigger remodels, but we, we kind of specialize in the siding, roofing, windows, gutters, decking um, is, is, is where we're we like to think yeah. that we're the, the true professionals. And so, in fact, 
what what uh, mentioned Andy, and he knows too. I think when I first met Linda's Construction, as I hired uh, your company to uh, put on the uh, leaf guard gutters, all those years ago, it had to be really close to thirty years now. Yeah, and uh, and I thought, wow. But again, subsequently, we had a, a lot of other work. Uh, by the way, that and I mentioned this from time to time because a lot of people are interested in these gutters. There's no doubt. We get questions all the time, as you do, I'm sure. It's so uh, amazing after this long. Yeah. The way that we, we say they would work, and they still have, it's, yep. uh, it's just an amazing product. LeafGuard Gutters has, has done wonders for this community, I feel. And one thing I've even been asked by neighbors over the years is, do you have to buy them all at once? No, it's kind of like Windows. <laughs> you, don't, you can do it piecemeal like I did, right? Right. Sound like a car. You kind of need all the tires to drive a car, right? You can't yeah. just buy three of them. So, um, but it is, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, most houses, you know, it doesn't always need gutters. So, you know, if I could, if I honestly could have a home that didn't absolutely need gutters, I wouldn't have them because at the end of the day, gutters can be a nuisance. But unfortunately, we don't live in a world where there's no rain and we have basements. So we got to keep that moisture away from the house as much as possible. And as you know, Denny, if there's one thing that's going to ruin your house faster than anything else, it's water, moisture. So that's what LeafGuard's done is it allowed homes that, you know, can't drain or need that assistance to remove the water from the houses without having to maintenance them. I mean, gutters, if you know before LeafGuard, if you can remember that far back, Denny, <laughs> it... It's either it's either you clean them out, you know, all fall long when all that stuff's dropping, as well as the spring. People forget the spring. Spring is very dirty for trees. There's an abundance of buds and leaves. If you have maple trees, you got all those helicopters, and um, those are those are almost just as bad as leaves are. So there is a lot of maintenance without a maintenance-free gutter system, and if it's not done, that water, like I said, is is the one thing that can destroy your house faster than anything. Well, it, it, you you made you brought up a memory of of before uh, before Lin, BL before Lindis, I had uh, <laughs> I had to clean those gutters like a lot of people do. What a messy job! Yeah, sloppy, messy. And, plus uh, the, the the dangerous ladder business too. Yeah, I mean, aside from everything else, just having to be any anytime you're over six feet off the ground, you're putting your life in danger, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and roofing too. I mean, you you said it correctly. I think your forte is really uh, what you said. The exterior, although we've had interior work done too, that was great. Um, I love those sun tunnels. I mean, that's really yeah. brought a lot of light into this house. That's a whole other topic. Um, here's a you know we're asking you're on this imaginary plane saying what kind of work does Linda's do? Uh, what what don't you do? Well, a, a listener uh, said if I can find it here. Uh, enjoy your show every week. Thank you. Do you install new garage doors? If not, do you have a recommendation? I know Andy has, and you probably do too. Have a recommendation? Yeah, we actually can can supply you with some some pricing for that. We do have uh, a local affiliate that we partnered with uh, to help out with some of our garage doors. So yeah, one eight hundred Leafcard or or go to our website and sign up there for an estimate, and we'll send a guy out and and guide you through it. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, all whether we're talking roofing, gutters, siding, it doesn't matter what kind of work, uh, that first visit is always free. So keep that absolutely. in mind. 
Yeah, which is Absolutely. really a big deal. All right, Alex, yep. hang on. I'm getting a signal that it's time to talk about the weather. Well, we'll do that. And uh, we'll have about another half hour of the show to go. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, and we'll pick up on more texts that have come in. 651-461-9226. You can call it in or you can text it in. Same number. 651-461-9226. Weather straight ahead here on 830-WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Alex Lindus filling in for Brother Andy today. If you uh, need uh, the good folks uh, to come out to your house, for uh, you could ask about gutters or siding or roofing or whatever the case may be, 844-9-LINDUS. Easy number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS. Uh, Alex, we have uh, texters to help out here. Uh, let's. Uh, here's an interesting one here. Maybe you've seen this, maybe you've heard about it, and maybe you can comment. Maybe. There was a recent article, Texter says, addressing the levels of stress in construction workers and steps being taken for support. Are you seeing this in the industry, and which jobs do you think are the most stressful? Interesting question. What do you think? Yeah. Um, well, there's no doubt. It is extremely stressful. If you think about stress, it's just stress on your body. Um, the physical stress that it causes, it is, um, it is very physical and labor intensive, right? There's no doubt about it. Um, there has been a, a lot of, you know, technological advances in tools and in, um, uh, just machinery that is helping our guys, you know, like hand digging, um, oh, yeah. um, a window well, you know, just something like that. It's, it's tough to dig a five foot hole, you know, by hand. So now we they have this awesome little machine you can get in these backyards that you know assists these guys in in that so they don't have to break their uh, you know back as much. But at the end of the day, if if you're going to be doing this type of work and it's it's repetitive motion is is a lot of the problems, right? Oh yeah. So so we we do take that seriously because you know we've been doing this a long time and, and believe it or not. There's the guys that started with my dad that are still working for us. And it's uh, it takes a toll on their bodies. So um, just figuring out different ways to work while doing it. But as far as like, uh, you know, until there's, unfortunately, or, or fortunately, until there's robots that can install shingles or <laughs> yeah. build houses, right, we're, we're going to need a workforce that, that can handle that stress, but we're, we do a, as much as we can here at Lindis to try to alleviate a lot of that. It's just the mental stress, you know, make sure you guys have enough time at, at home mm-hmm. as well as uh, on the job site and, and have enough uh, bill or to pay the bills and, and have a decent life. But then, uh, then again, everything starts and ends with hard work, Denny. No, it's so. true. Uh, as as uh, I used to say to my kids, ain't no free lunch. Um, yep. What uh, Andy and I have talked, you and I have talked too, and and you guys in the business have talked about supplying the workers. And over the years, uh, I know you guys have worked with high schools and, you know, the people, young people. Are 
are, are we getting folks to jump into the trades because it's such a good job? Yeah, there's there's so much opportunity out there in this in this trade, in all trades really. Um, that I think there's a there's a a really young workforce that's coming in. Um, one the the wages for for this and this type of work is is unbelievable. I mean, uh, what these guys are getting paid for swinging hammers is is great, and I think it's absolutely where where it needs to be for what we're we're paying our guys. They should be at the upper level of I think pay for for most occupations because it is so labor intensive and the sacrifice in their bodies, right? Well, yeah. And um, and you know we have seen a, a big um, you know interest from the younger generation actually in this field. One is there's there's tons of opportunity in the technology side of it, right? So technology is kind of swathing over the construction world, and there's endless opportunities there. Um, but as well as, you know, it, it, it's it's a career. A lot of people, you know, used to look at it as a, hey, get out of college, go swing a hammer, make some money until you can get a job, right? Well, now yeah. it's it's more of a career path. And the way that it can be set up, um, it, it can be a dang good life. I love, uh, we started doing, um, it's called Build My Future with the St. Croix Valley Home Builders Association. This was our our third year doing it, and we started out with like 600, 700 kids from all local schools that would show up, and it's not just like a trade show. It's an actual, these kids are going to be installing the siding. So everyone's there. We're prepping. We had concrete. We had power guys, electrical, excavators, all the jazz, but all the kids were doing the work. So we did it at the St. Croix uh, um, Fairgrounds, St. Croix County Fairgrounds are in Glenwood City. And it was kind of cool because we just picked a bunch of projects to where when we're done with it, the fairgrounds will get a bunch of nice buildings, oh. and a, nice, <laughs> a nice new concrete uh, for the stalls and the horses. So it's all working out for the community. And it's this last year we had over 2,200 students wow. show up, high school students show up. And it's it's just amazing, you know, to think how many of those kids – probably all the way through college would have never touched a hammer or would have never been in an excavator or a bobcat or, you know, did a nail gun or a screw gun, any of those things. They're just not exposed to it, you know? So it's, it's super exciting um, to see that. And over the years, of course, when I was in high school, we, in my high school, we had no shop. You know, there was no shop yeah. class, but uh, that that has kind of gone by the wayside. I, are these shop classes coming back to high schools? Do you know? Yeah, they are. Um, Good. In fact, Good. this uh, a lot of these students are coming from these shop classes. That's kind of where it first started. As we reached out to these schools, um, we were actually with a couple of the local colleges, um, the the tech schools around here, and they are affiliated with these. Um, you know, tech courses in high school. So that's where the initial group of kids come. But then the, the outcry was this is the absolute best event that any student's ever gone to. Hmm. Then it, they just started opening up to literally their entire schools. So it wasn't just the tech, the tech classes coming. But now guess what? They had more people the following year go out for the tech class. How about that? Because they have interest in it. So it's really, it's really cool to see how it's – Naturally, just interesting the 
the young kids to to want to know more. That's exciting to hear. That's good news to hear. Yeah, it's great news. I'm going to get back to the text screen here before we get too far adrift. Yeah. And put on your thinking cap, as they used to say. How deep are the footings if we add a third garage stall to our existing two-car attached garage? There's one for you. Sure. Um, well, it's typically to be four feet of foundation. So there you go. Four feet. Four feet. is that? That's kind of typical, isn't it? Yep. Now, so it depends on, I mean, it's, you know, there's a bunch more questions, but, you know, they're probably, if you're going to tie it into the existing foundation there, they'll probably, you know, match that depth and they'll have to tie it into it. But, yeah, what are the, we need to dig down four feet down and then they'll do kind of like a a couple foot out plate. So I wanted to ask you about de- uh, 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 decking decks and the, the types of footings. Um that uh, that Andy and I have talked about, and among other folks, uh, Luke Panic. Uh, what what are the, the over the years that you guys have changed? You've got some uh, great footings that uh, you don't necessarily have to pour that concrete, do you? Yeah, no. There's there's um, you know we used to use the diamond piers, and those were great for for many years. Um, and then uh, we even found even one that's you know, talking about the, the stress on our employees, right? So helical peels were great, but guess what? You had to use a jackhammer to put the piers in. <laughs> well, but, you know, it's fun for the first couple, but when you have to do, you know, 17 of those piers and you can't see straight at the end of the day, um, it just, it really took a toll on our body. So we, uh, we listened to our guys and we found, um, it's called the Dingo, and we use helical, helical piers, they're called. And basically, it's a giant screw that screws in these, you know, earth screws. Have you ever seen it? Same thing that you use to to hold your dogs in. Oh, sure. Those those earth anchors, right? Yeah, sure. Except it's beefier and bigger. And that's a machine that goes out, and they just place it, and they stand on the back of the machine, hit a button, and there she goes. So it's, one, it's an amazing structural hold. It doesn't disturb any of the ground around it, which is awesome. And the fact that um, it's it's really just one piece. There's only one mechanics to it. It's just that giant post with the corkscrew on the bottom. So we've had great experience with it, and installation is, you know, you, you can't even tell we were in your backyard when we're done, right? That's kind of neat. Nice. Now, our, uh, we, we've talked about this from time to time as far as decks go. Uh, people are thinking about a deck this uh, coming spring, summer, and fall. Uh, are they calling Lindis about that? Because this is now now is the time to plan, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this this winter's been. I was listening to that forecast. It's the first time I heard snow. Yeah. Two times in one <laughs> forecast. Getting a lot of work done. Yeah. Also, that humidity you said was eighty four percent. Oh my gosh, that's we haven't. That, that's that's usually not typical for this time of year, which is that's true. You know. A lot of frost and moisture around houses, which is non-typical, which I'm sure people are seeing. But that has a lot to do with that that relative humidity. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens when it gets cold here. Um, but uh, what was the question you, you had there? Oh, about as far as uh, planning, we talk about the fall and winter planning, and oh, we've had such an unusual uh, fall and winter so far. 
that uh, that I, I'm sure people are maybe very anxious. Maybe they're still using their decks. Uh, we never. We usually don't install this long and stuff either. But that's yeah. it. We're as people are using stuff around the house. They that's where the interest comes. So we're we're absolutely still getting a bunch of decking inquiries and and we're we're still working full time without something? snow is really nice for us. The weather, the cold. We can deal with the the snow when you start getting four or five feet around houses. You know, it gets it gets difficult. So we've been fortunate for us, actually, and our homeowners that are yeah. getting decks. But you know, this time of year, we always talk about you know insulation and, and windows. And I know it hasn't been on the top of mind, but you said the high of thirty four degrees for the next how many days? Just today. So it's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to start thinking know. about it as we go and. I don't know if you know we we do have seventy five percent off our windows right now. Oh, excellent! Um, it's still a it's still a great time of year to buy windows because most people are are having good specials this time of year. So, as we are, and those and you guys put in some great windows. Yeah, really quality stuff. Uh, yeah, that's great. Seventy five percent off installation labor. Alex, hang on. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get back to our listeners' questions off that uh, tech screen in just a moment. 651-461-9226. Alex Lindis in for Andy to those questions off that uh, tech screen in just a moment. 651-461-9226. Alex Lindis in for Andy today. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Stay with us. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We're here every Saturday, thanks to Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, answering those uh, particular home improvement type of questions. Alex is in for Andy today, answering uh, your questions, and we still have time for yours at 651-461-9226. Alex, here's one uh, for you. Uh, Good morning, Texter says, I am replacing torn-up plastic in a crawl space under my family room addition. What do you think is the best tape or caulk to put new against the concrete block to hold it on the sides? Um, um, I, 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 te- I, can, I can tell you what even is a better plan, Paul, who's a longtime listener, is uh, get a hold of Jesse Treble. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. they, they, because we had some radon issues, but he, uh-huh. he, he put... It's almost if I was two or three feet tall, I could have a man cave down there because it it, it, it this this heavy duty white plastic vinyl whatever it is, and then uh, foam the walls and I tell you they did just a great job uh, mm-hmm. doing that and it 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 is and plus it's a great insulator right Absolutely. so I don't know what kind of tape would hold on concrete. Yeah, I mean. Um, you, other than you know, like some gorilla tape or yeah. some sort of adhesive, um, anything to concrete is usually it's it's really tough to stick it to. Um, you know, you said it right on the head. Is depending on how far you want to do with it. Usually, typically, um, getting a professional out there and what you said is sealing it as well as insulating it is probably the best thing you could probably do for that crawl space area. Yeah. Um, you know, radon, like you said, is a thing. So any, you know, that's exactly where it comes up is through the foundation. So any type of barrier that's, you know, potentially not sealed, you could you could have that. But 
you know, the, the thing with the poly on the walls and the poly in the basement and stuff like that is that's something that, you know, without looking at it to really give you advice, because I would re- personally recommend not putting the poly up at all. And, and there's, you know, it used to be where they would poly all of the basement walls, right? It used to be code to have to do that. Well, they changed that because what it would do is end up trapping the moisture in between the wall cavities. Sure. So, so, well, you know, it kind of went from, you know, doing that to, to sealing the concrete now. It's kind of a thing that everyone's doing. So without doing that, um, I don't know if taping anything to the concrete is going to help you out. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you because the concrete is so porous. Um, right. uh, and, and as far as Paul doing, uh, the, maybe he could run, if he wanted to run new vinyl, on the uh, the dirt floor, uh, mm-hmm. that would be okay, but maybe just come up two or three inches uh, on the wall. That's just mm-hmm. an idea. That and might then, help. And then but... stop the kids from having to use it for uh, hide-and-go-seek so they stop putting holes in the plastic. <laughs> yeah, please. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's another text here before we let you go. Uh, good morning. This texter says, we enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, we're looking to redo a whole deck this summer, speaking of decks, what type of materials would you recommend for the railings, the spindles, and the deck itself? What do you guys like to put if if uh, if it was up to you and up to Lindis? Oh, geez, I'm kind of out of the out of the the new and cool game right now. But you know, um, we've always had good good luck with Fortress, so it's basically you know some metal railing. Um, oh, you got to have metal railings so you don't have to yeah. sand and all that. Yeah. Yeah, so even if you're doing cedar decking, um, I highly recommend looking at um, a metal railing or um, a maintenance-free type railing just because of the way that they're structured, the way that they're designed. Um, you can maintenance. It's, it's, it's okay to maintenance. You know, everyone wants to maintenance a deck until you got to maintenance your railing. So, um, But uh, Fortress is still one that we commonly use. Um, I believe there is a, a new product, and I cannot remember. It's more of like a... Uh, uh, um, a, a cast iron type of a material, hmm. a little bit more expensive, but it uh, it looks beautiful with our with our new Live Smart decking. I remember talking with uh, Luke Panic uh, about uh, this very thing that I uh, I've seen pictures. In fact, Luke showed me pictures of you can actually get uh, uh, lights on the deck railing, right? Oh yeah, that's pretty yes. slick. Yeah, I mean. It would, uh, yeah, especially, you know, for 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 around stairs, especially, sure, um, just to have that extra light for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's something, you know, I shouldn't say is standard nowadays, but it's so easily done with with the LED lighting, um, and the the technology around that to where it's uh, you don't see a lot of decks that don't get those features anymore. And it really yeah, and- chances are up at night, you know. The, but the, the the materials now uh, with uh, with the decking itself, like this texter wants to know, as far as the actual decking, the low maintenance, it's really good stuff, and uh, lasts for a long time, long time, and none of that other maintenance. You have to clean it occasionally, especially yeah, if certain stuff trees. still get dirty, right? Yeah. So, so I've, we've got oh boy, we're coming down to the last two minutes here. Maybe you could think of one or two things that a listener wants to know. What questions? Should I ask? They're thinking of uh, hiring a contractor. Think of a couple of questions. 
that two or three that you should definitely ask. References? References, right? I mean, it was really, you know, I was just talking about that sheet earlier this morning about all that reference list there. And, you know, why my father had that is it's one thing to sit there and try to listen to a guy who's trying to sell you stuff, right? Because, of course, he's going to say he's awesome. and He's going to be there for you if something goes wrong. But at the end of the day, hearing it from people who have actually had work done from those people, um, that's where absolutely I would start. And then, you know, there's there's endless uh, research you can find online about people's experiences, right? It's it's just as good as uh, calling them, if not uh, if not better. But I that would be the number one thing, right? Number and then of course, and, yeah, you know, get a couple estimates. As much as yeah. I like to think you could just call us and we'll help you, and and we could, but um, it's always good just to see how other guys would attack something. And make sure that you're, you know, in trying to compare apples to apples. But yeah. once you get, you know, narrowed down to the to the one you like, then references would be the final thing for my decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex, we got to go. I want to tell uh, folks if you want that for that first visit, always free. If you want to get in touch with uh, Lindus Construction, 844-9-LINDUS, 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com. Hey, it was great uh, contacting you. Happy New Year, Alex, yeah, to you Danny, and the family. you too. It was great right. to hear you. Talk we to will, you. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Alex. All right. Take Alex care. Lind- uh, Alex Lindus right. from Lindus Construction. Andy should be back next week. And... Uh, Enjoy the weather. 29 degrees in the Twin Cities. Denny Long, thanking you for your company. We'll see you back here next Saturday.